Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll be giving you my NBA schedule breakdown. I'll talk about all the national games, who's got how many games here and there, so forth. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, my peoples, we are back. All things basketball with GD. Took a little hiatus there, but we're back on the scene. So let's get into it, guys. We now have the NBA schedule for the 2022-23 season. So we're going to break this thing all the way down. So let us start with opening week. With opening week, that usually covers uh, the first four days or so. So let's get into it. October 18th is opening day for the NBA. So in that night, we'll have the Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Eastern Conference champs, the Boston Celtics in Boston. So you got a nice matchup starting out the gate. And B, Harden and those boys taking on uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Don't forget they acquired Ma- Malcolm Brogdon. So uh, you got those guys there. So uh, all depending on the provided they don't make the Kevin Durant deal. I'll talk a little bit about that later. So uh so you have that as the starting game out the gate. And for you old heads, you remember that used to be big time rivalry back in the day with Julius Irvin for the Philadelphia 76ers versus Larry Bird for the Celtics. So uh, so kind of a bit of nostalgia here with uh, this matchup here. And then in the evening game, will be the Lakers going to Golden State to face the Warriors. All these games are on TNT, by the way. And, of course, you have LeBron James going to Steph Curry's house to watch them receive their rings that night, uh, opening night, over there in Golden State. So, uh, two marquee matchups coming right out the gate, guys. So, uh, And then you got to remember, too, what will the Lakers look like come opening day? Uh, you know, there's still room rumors of Russell Westbrook, whether he'll be there or not. I think AD is there for the long haul. Anthony Davis, I know, you know, some rumor mills have him being on the move. I don't see it. So uh, we'll see what happens. He just has to be healthy. He just has to be healthy, the, um, the guy does. So... We'll see what happens there, and then Golden State in all of their glory uh, with Steph there. Clay, I'll be interested to see what Clay Thompson um, will see now that he's had kind of the summer to kind of you know regather and regroup himself, and once training camp comes and so forth, uh, will we see the old Clay come back? Uh, we saw flashes of it. That's for sure. So, and the fact that they won the title with a clay that wasn't all the way, you know, uh, what he once was, really speaks a lot as well. So, um, 
I expect Clay to be back and better than ever. Uh, you saw what Andrew Wiggins did for them. I expect more of the same from him. Now that he's got a shot of confidence, he has a championship uh, under his belt, so to speak. So I expect to see Wiggins uh, really fit in with this group as he has done thus far. So, And now, of course, there's Draymond Green, newly married Draymond Green and his, uh, you know what he brings to the table, his leadership. And of course, you know he'll he'll be doing he'll be uh, part timing with his uh, podcast as well. So uh, Draymond, I think we'll we'll see a uh, rejuvenated Draymond come the uh, season, especially with the marriage uh, um, that he's had over the summer. So so that's your opening night. So let's move on to the. 19th of October where you have the New York Knicks going to Memphis to face the Memphis Grizzlies New York Knicks right now uh, the big move of course they made was Jalen Brunson also added guys like Isaiah Hartenstein so you have both those guys in the fold there's still a lot of Donovan Mitchell uh uh, whispers being uh, put out there. Um, they had talks. They broke those off. Word has it they've talked again. So, um, not sure where that is right now. It's a lot of rumor and innuendo. You got to remember, guys, that the Knicks keep a tight lid on uh, what's going on in their front office. Uh, I mean, it's like airtight, guys. So, I always say, unless I hear it from a uh, Adrian Wojnarowski or uh, Shams, he's he's been uh, breaking some stuff lately. Unless I hear from those guys, Alan Hahn usually has kind of a uh, pretty much a kind of uh, pulse on what's going on within the franchise as well. Unless I hear from any of those guys, everything else is just fodder. I'm not going to listen to the Stephen A. Smiths of the world, um, who he is is purely speculation right now. He's more of a TV TV celebrity more than a reporter and journalist. Sure, he has ties uh, still to some of the uh, guys that still does the beats and so forth. But I just um, I just set aside what he says. So. Um, I'll talk about that when I talk about the Knicks later. But in any event, you have the Memphis Grizzlies, of course, had their stellar season last season with Ja Moran really stepping forward and getting it done. Uh, right now, they are dealing with uh, Jaron Jackson Jr.'s injury. Uh, he probably won't be ready to go come um, opening season. So uh, so you have that there. But nonetheless, that the... the to the winner goes the spoils. They get a uh, opening night on their home floor playing the New York Knicks. Um, so we'll see what happens there. And then in the nightcap, oh, oh, by the way, these games are on ESPN. And actually that evening there will be 12 games on the slate for the NBA. So these are like the marquee games uh, 
that will be on ESPN. And then the nightcap, you have the Dallas Mavericks going to the Phoenix Suns. Remember, those two teams were matched up in the Western Conference playoffs with Dallas prevailing over Phoenix. So you definitely have kind of a bit of a rivalry there uh, with Luka Doncic over there still. Uh, of course, remember they added Christian Wood to that mix. And then they're going to Phoenix. Phoenix still, everyone is in tow. Uh, Devin Booker, uh, Chris Paul. And remember they signed DeAndre Ayton to his uh they gave him his rookie deal, so they extended him. So, uh, although they kind of let another team set the market for them, but that's a story for another day. So, they have the uh, nightcap on the 19th. Then we go to October 20th. October 20th, um, we're talking about Milwaukee Bucks going to Philadelphia to face the Sixers. So, uh Giannis Antetokounmpo, him and his crew goes into Philly to face Embiid, Harden, and those guys there. Uh, and then in the nightcap, the Battle of L.A., the Los Angeles Clippers facing the uh, L.A. Lakers. So um, I'll be interested to see the Clippers. Uh, I fully expect Kawhi Leonard to be up and ready for this uh i from all i hear he's primed to go come training camp so you're gonna have him paul george of course uh remember they acquired john wall as well reggie jackson you got there marcus morris so um when fully healthy the clippers can be a problem so uh i'll get into more more of that probably when I do my season preview and so forth. So, uh, But this will be a marquee game, of course. Both games on TNT. So, And then the last set of games I'll talk about is uh, the 21st of October. That's a Friday evening with Boston going to Miami to face the Heat. Again, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Marcus Smart, of course, Robert Williams III, Malcolm Brogdon going into Miami to South Beach to face Jimmy Butler, Bam out of Bayou, Kyle Lowry, and those guys there down there for the Heat. So, and uh, these two games I'm talking about will be on ESPN. Uh, in the nightcap, the Denver Nuggets will take on the Golden State Warriors. Remember, Denver was a bit uh, depleted last year when they entered the playoffs uh, with without the services of Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. as well. So Nikolai Jokic, he'll have some help going into this one. And then remember, they acquired Catavius Caldwell-Pope. So he's, he's over there with those guys, Aaron Gordon. And then they'll face off against the Golden State Warriors. And by, oh, by the way, that Friday there'll be eleven games being played there. So, so let us move on from that. Uh, by the way, there are no games scheduled for Election Day 
or for the NCAA men's basketball final. Uh, the, uh, the, that one is always usually that's the way it is. Uh, the NBA usually doesn't schedule for the NCAA finals for men. Uh, that basketball game there. So uh, that's usually a clean day for the NBA. But a new phenomenon is um, not having games on election day. Uh, the fact being, um, Adam Silver feels that, you know, uh, every American should uh, be able to go out there and, you know, get their vote in and so forth. So um, not to distract from that, no NBA's play games played on that day so and then also the NBA they're going to have a couple of international games the first one I'll talk about will be on December 17th San Antonio Spurs will take on the Miami Heat and that's going to be in Mexico City Mexico um, Greg Popovich and his crew there um they're in rebuild mode, guys. Just remember that. Taking on Miami down there in Mexico, of course. But you want to put on a good showing nonetheless. So uh, that game will be in Mexico. And I'll talk about the other international game a bit later. Uh, Christmas Day. Christmas Day, guys. Five slates of games that the NBA has going on. Starting at noon, the Philadelphia 76 is going to... The New York Knicks. Uh, and that's going to be a 12 o'clock game on ESPN. Uh, usually, with the Knicks being kind of, uh, I guess the NBA feels they're kind of uh, on the rise there, uh, bringing in a Brunson. Uh, so, uh, as long as the Knicks are relevant, you, you can probably pencil them in for a Christmas Day game at the Garden. So, uh, when they're horrible, uh, the NBA, and the NBA is aware that that may be the case, then you won't see a Nick game uh, for Christmas. So, so the fact that, you know, they should be back on the map per se, uh, they'll be the first game on Christmas facing Embiid and Harden over there. For the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, the second game at 2.30 on ABC will be the LA Lakers going to the Dallas Mavericks. So you got pretty exciting game there with LeBron, AD, and the crew there taking on Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks on ABC once again at 2.30. The third game, Milwaukee Bucks goes to Boston to face the Celtics. Uh, that's going to be a 5 o'clock game on ABC. The Memphis Grizzlies, uh, they'll be going to Golden State to face the Warriors. That's a primetime game, 8 o'clock on ABC. Uh, nice exposure for the young kid, Ja Morant. Um, whether they have Jaron Jackson by that time, we'll see. And then in the late game, on ESPN at 10:30, you'll have the Phoenix Suns going to the Denver Nuggets. So that's your five slate of games for Christmas. And as you notice, no Brooklyn Nets <laughs> scheduled for that day. 
Uh, I'll talk a little bit about that uh, as we go on. Then you have Martin Luther King Day, which is January uh, for this year. Uh, January, want to say 17th. Uh, on that day, that Monday, you will have um, not. It's a nine-game slate, but they'll have four games that's on nas national TV. So the Boston Celtics going to Charlotte to face the Hornets. Um, the Charlotte uh, Hornets there, of course, with Lamelo Ball over there. You got also Terry Rozier, uh, Gordon Haywood, and those guys taking on Boston, of course, uh, the defending Eastern Conference champs. So that's at 1 o'clock on NBA TV. And then Miami goes to Atlanta to face the Hawks. The Hawks in their revamp backcourt of um, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Uh, so you have that at 3.30. And that that two guys, um, just as the Knicks, you'll always see the Knicks on Christmas at the Garden. When they're relevant, you'll see always see Atlanta having a home game on Martin Luther King's birthday, being the fact that, you know, his, uh, Martin Luther King's roots uh, are dug in in Atlanta, Georgia. So, um, so you'll definitely always see that, guys, each year, uh, provided that they're relevant. 3.30 is that game on TNT. Then you have the Phoenix Suns going to Memphis to face the Memphis Grizzlies. That's a 6 o'clock game, also on TNT. And then in the late game, you have the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets, a rebuilding team at this time. You got Jalen Green over there. You have um, just a lot of uh, young talent there um, that's, uh, you know, it's going to be on the come up. And they're going to L.A. to face the Lakers at 1030 on NBA TV. So that's the Martin Luther King Day slate of, of games on national TV. And then a couple of days later, you'll have the D Detroit Pistons uh, facing Chicago. And this game is going to be in Paris, in Paris, France. So... Uh, Detroit right now, they're a young team trying to rise up. You got Kay Cunningham over there leading those guys. And then uh, Chicago, of course, with DeMar DeRozan over there. Zach Levine, who just signed the big contract over the summer. Uh, hopefully you have a healthy uh, Lonzo Ball there. So Nikolai Vucevic. So... Uh, so that's a game that's that's the second international game that will be played for the NBA, and that's going to be in Paris, France. So then we get to the All Star Weekend. All Star Weekend guys will be February seventeenth through the nineteenth. Of course, on the Friday you get the Rising Stars Challenge, and then uh, preceded by the NBA celebrity game. So, uh, Rise of Stars Challenge, always nice to see the young guys going at it there. And then February 18th 
It's All-Star Saturday. You got a full slate of events taking place. Don't forget the HBCU game that's usually played. Um, not sure of the participants uh, off the top of my head. But also you have All-Star Saturday, of course. The Skills Challenge, the three-point shootout, and the dunk contest. And then in the Sunday, of course, is the big game, the All-Star game, of course. And that will be on TNT as per the uh, Saturday events as well as Friday's Rising Star Challenge. So all, all of this will be on TNT with the exception of the Celebrity Game, which is on ESPN. So, All right, so that's the All-Star Weekend there. And then the last day of the season is April 9th. All teams will be playing all 15 games, so uh, so you have a full slate of games that last day of the season, which is April 9th. So uh, then I want to talk about the nationally televised games, um, as far as the breakdown, as far as that goes, who's who's getting what, who's seeing lease, so on and so forth. So. Uh, of course, again, I say to the winner goes the spoils. The Golden State Warriors, who will have 42 of their 82 games on national television. Hey, look, guys. Uh, uh, some people say, oh, that's ridiculous. They won the chip. When you win the chip, you get the uh, benefits of winning the chip. And that's national exposure. So... So you're going to see a lot of Golden State guys, so just get used to it. 42 games on the slate for Golden State. Then you have second on the list, which should probably be of no surprise, but will probably anger uh, those <laughs> who are not fans of this team, the L.A. Lakers. Uh, listen, as long as LeBron is upright and breathing, He's going to get the exposure, guys. That's just the way it is. So um, so the Lakers are getting 39 games on national television. So uh, I know last year Charles Barkley said, why are we showing the Lakers so much? So uh, that's just the way it is. With LeBron comes national uh, coverage. So uh, Lakers, 39 games. And then you have, with 37 games, the Eastern Conference champs. And that's the Boston Celtics. So, you're going to see a lot of Boston, Boston basketball as well. Uh, 37 games for them. And then tied for fourth is the Philadelphia 76ers as well as the Phoenix Suns. Both teams, we expect to do big, big things in the coming season. 34 games for them. Tied for fifth with 32 games. Um, a lot of people are expecting a lot of good things for the one team. The other team is just perennial, you know, um, as of late, uh, team that's going to be in the mix. The Milwaukee Bucks, of course, uh, uh, the world champs two seasons ago. And then the L.A. Clippers, uh, which a lot of people are starting to, kind of uh, point their eye towards the Clippers and what they're going to do this season. 
Then in sixth place, you have the Dallas Mavericks with 30 games that's going to be played um, nationally. So you're going to see a lot of Luka Doncic folks, so get used to it. Uh, the kid is a rising star. I think he could be in the MVP conversation uh, this coming season as well, depending on how things shake out in Dallas. So tied for seventh, the Memphis Grizzlies, a team that has risen up, so they're getting the coverage that's worthy of them. And the Denver Nuggets, who... I expect to be better this coming season with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter back there with Jokic, the Joker there. Uh, eighth, but I hear this is subject to change depending on how things shake out, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, <laughs> it's just a mess going on there. Right now you got KD uh, running his beak, talking... Uh, Okay, if it's either uh, I stay and you get rid of Sean Marks, the GM, uh, Steve Nash, the coach, or trade me out of here. Here's what I'll say. Three words. Honor your contract. You signed that four-year contract. First of all, you have a no trade in the contract, so that means they could send you anywhere, number one. Number two, you even put a trade kicker in there. Usually guys got a tra trade kicker in there. Even doggone uh, Julius Randle got a trade kicker in his contract. Most of your, your perennial guys have a trade kicker uh, somewhere in their contract. Kevin, you didn't do that. You... you Rich Kleiman did you a disservice by not putting the no trade or the trade kicker. So that just tells me one thing. You wanted to be in Brooklyn when you signed that deal. So all of a sudden now you have buyer's remorse? Come on, son. I honor that contract, man. Um, and then that just leads me to say that something's got to be a ride with... Um, I I still say there's something going on between him and Kyrie where, you know, the, um, where they're not seeing eye to eye. I think underneath all is this, that's the case, but that's a story for another day. But come on, man. You know, people talk a lot of stuff about LeBron. A um, lot of mess. The one thing you cannot say about LeBron James, the man, once he puts his ink to a contract, he honors the contract. He doesn't say, oh, trade me out of there, this and that. Oh, by the way, he re-signed with uh, the Lakers uh, for two more years at 97 plus per um, million dollars. So, um, and I don't expect him to go to management saying, you know, uh, let's say it's after year one to say, oh, get me out of here. I don't expect that from LeBron because he's not built that way. He, when he got to the end of his contract and went to free agency, he explored the market, as you should. So I know Cleveland folks were mad when he went to Miami. He didn't go Miami as a signed player. He went as a free agent. So 
So this whole notion that, and people are still behind Kevin Durant. Oh, and I hear the Rob Parkers of the world saying that they should, they should honor the request of Kevin Durant and get rid of both of those guys. No, you don't do that. I understand. I get it. Magic did it back in the day. He got rid of Paul Westhead. I understand. I get it. Other guys have done likewise. But you set a dangerous precedent. When it's, oh, by the way, I can see if Magic picked Paul Westhead. He didn't pick Paul Westhead. So, whereas Kevin Durant, he chose Steve Nash. And now he wants to cut the guy loose. Josiah, I don't, I doubt if you're listening to this, but you cannot let this man have his way. I say, look, I'm not trading you because I'm not going to get equal value back. You stay here, you make it work, which I don't think it'll work any way you slice it, to be honest, even with the amount of talent that's over there because it takes more than talent to win a title. But, you know, all these pundits seem not to understand that. And if they weren't, they weren't to make a trade right now, these pundits will say, oh, the Nets are favored to win the championship. Really? 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 I mean, come on. It takes more than talent to win a championship. You guys should know better than to spout such nonsense, but I digress. Anyway, so I'll just end off at that. But Brooklyn Nets right now at 23 games, but that's subject to go down the way uh, things are looking in Brooklyn. We'll see. Then at ninth, you have the Miami Heat. Of course, um, of course, you know, they'll they'll get their share of exposure. Uh, coming 10th, the Atlanta Hawks at 18, tied with the New Orleans Pelicans. So they're expecting uh, the Pelicans to be on the rise in the West as well, um, given the showing that they had in the playoffs. Um, even as an eight seed, they really played tough. Um, Willie Green really has that, that crew playing well. And then add in the fact you're going to get a healthy Zion, hopefully healthy Zion in the mix. So, uh, so there'll be a flying ointment in the West. Then at 11th, two teams tie the Minnesota Timberwolves who remember they got Rudy Gobert. So they're kind of expecting them to be amongst the elite six over there in the West and also the New York Knicks uh, with 16 national games. I'll break down the Knicks slate in a few minutes. Uh, give, just give me a few minutes there. And then at 12th, you got the Chicago Bulls tied with the Portland Trailblazers. So expect, kind of expecting some things in Portland now that You'll have a healthy Dame Lillard there. You added Jeremy Grant. So um, you kept uh, Nurkic over there. So uh, so they're kind of expecting some things to happen over there for Portland. Uh, and then remember Dame, he, he signed a player extension to stay there. So looks like he'll be a blazer for life. You know, I applaud the guy. You know, he wants to stay in the same place. He doesn't want to go ring chasing and so forth. The man is securing his bag, and I can't knock him for that. I can't knock a man for securing his bag. So, Lillard, 
uh, hats off to you for that. And of course, Chicago, as I mentioned as well. Uh, now, <laughs> let me tell you a team that's so disrespected. Um, this team was fifth in the East. Uh, fifth best team in the East. Uh, a team that nobody really talks about. The Toronto Raptors. I get it. You know, it's Toronto. It's not even in the U.S. Fine. Um, but Nick Nurse, man, I, 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 I tell you something. That man can coach. He can coach. He doesn't have all-stars. All he didn't have an all-star last year over there because um, uh, Pascal Siakam, who I think should have been an all-star, you got him there. You got, of course, Fred Van Vliet over there. Uh, you got the young kid, Scotty Barnes. Uh, they got a nice team. And, again, Nick Nurse, man, can coach. The man can coach. If you give him talent, he can coach. And the fact that they only have nine nationally televised games is it's a travesty, to be honest. Uh, the league should be seeing more of these guys, but... It is what it is, so um, I expect them to be a problem in the East once again. So, um, yeah, so only nine games for them. Cleveland Cavaliers, who's a team on the rise as well, only nine games for them also. And I expect them to be uh, even better this year as well. The East is going to be tough. That's, that's, there's no two ways about it. And then this team I have to talk about, the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz, who, you know, a season before, definitely had more games than that. They have four nationally televised games. Four. And three of them are on TN, um, NBA TV. The one game they have on TNT, playing the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks going to Utah. Um, supposedly, that would be a quote-unquote uh, Donovan Mitchell's return back to Utah if the deal gets done. That's a story for, for another day. In fact, I'll probably uh, cover some of that when I talk about the Knicks in a few minutes. So, so guys, that's your NBA slate of games. Um, all pretty much everything is set now. So, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. My predictions will come later. I'm not going to get predictions right now. I'm not going to be like some of these people already predicting MVPs, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, and none of the guys even broke a sweat in practice yet. Come on. Uh, I, I, I got I to gotta wait before I make those sort of uh, declarations. So, All right, guys. So that's going to do it for this one here. Um, when I return, I'm going to do the Knicks. I'm going to break down the Knicks schedule a little bit and then talk a little nick stuff as well so uh all right guys so i'm gonna cut this episode off here i thank you for listening oh also i did want to do a WNBA uh episode as well i haven't covered them in a while and a lot has taken place there so all right guys so gd is back all things basketball is back so continue listening and of course we appreciate it and we'll talk soon So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. 
You can also email me at that sports GD at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal, and that email is that sports GD at gmail.com. Also, on my anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So... Once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast and take care and be safe.